Hi friend, my name is Sharon and I am a busy mom that is more than a little obsessed with personal growth. I'm not like pumpkin spice latte obsessed. I'm like, this stuff changed my life. You need to check this out obsessed. I am so glad that you're here. I told someone I used to teach with the other day that I am an introvert. Her jaw just about hit the table. You, she squealed, no you're not. It made me laugh because with all of the personal growth I've done over the years, I know myself better than ever and I can assure you I am 100% an introvert. I need time to retreat, recharge, and reflect. That's why I'm so excited for this week's episode, which is all about how to plan a personal growth solo retreat for yourself. When planning a personal growth solo retreat, the first thing you need to do is determine your goals for your time away. That being said, it's a delicate balance between determining your goals and planning every second of your time away. I get it, mama. You finally have some time to yourself and you want to make sure that you accomplish all the things. Try to avoid this at all costs. Why? Because if you overplan, you may miss an opportunity to stumble on something that really lights you up. When I planned my first solo retreat, my agenda looked like this. I wrote a letter to my perseverance, reminding myself of all the reasons I am awesome in case I ever needed to read it, dreamed about where I wanted my life to be in 10 years, and chose a word to focus the goals for my year ahead. And that was it. Did I end up making a book list and creating a vision board? You betcha. (laughs) But those things happen more organically in the moment because I wanted to do them. Be open to where your personal growth may lead you. When I use the word retreat, moms tend to shut down and think that they need to be able to get away for an extended period of time in order to do a personal growth retreat. That couldn't be further from the truth. Yes, you are getting away, but you are completely in charge of how long you are getting away for. I have had clients rent a hotel room for the night or go into their office on the weekend. During the winter, most libraries are open on the weekends, so you can rent a study room for free and camp out there for the day. Honestly, all you really need is some quiet space. Maybe your partner can take the kids out for the day, or you can do a babysitting swap with another mom. It will be worth it. Again, there are no hard and fast rules on your personal growth solo retreat, especially when it comes to timeline. I have found that when I give myself an entire day, I don't tend to accomplish as much as I do if I have a shorter block of time. I know, it's weird. My personal sweet spot is three to four hours in the morning. I do my best thinking then and I stay focused when I know time is limited. I also try to think more big picture first and save actual planning for the end. I don't want to start with planning and then forget to leave room for dreaming. Before I go on my personal growth retreat, I try to make sure that I have already done my annual review to some extent. There's more on that in episode 26 if you're curious. I also try to make sure that my husband and I have done our annual money meeting, which you can learn more about in episode 28. This helps me to understand where our family is And then I can see the space for me to grow within that. 
if I know that we're trying to hit a big financial goal, this probably isn't the year to go on an out-of-state photography workshop. I also like to spend a bit of time chatting with my husband before I do my retreat to see if there are any topics that pop up that I want more time to explore. You're probably sick of hearing about the map book system by now, and if you haven't tried it yet, I can't even imagine what's stopping you. But my map book is a key player on my personal growth solo retreat. I use it to sketch out ideas, make action plans, brainstorm, and create timelines. I also keep a running list of ideas that I may want to consider down the road that I'm not ready to process or take action on quite yet. Friend, your personal growth retreat is just that. It's personal. For your first one, try not to overcomplicate it too much and see where the day takes you. You can always book another one later on in the year if you realize there was a lot you didn't dive into. My dream this year is to battle my seasonal affective depressive disorder and run away somewhere warm for a few days to soak in some vitamin D and do some personal growth time. I'll keep you updated if I decide to do it. All right, mama, it's about that time. Let's make a plan. In your map book, make a list of anything you would want to do if you had three to five hours on your own to further your personal growth. Is there something you would want to research? A list you would want to write? Keep a running list of these ideas in your map book. Once you have a date on the calendar for your personal growth retreat, you'll have an agenda ready-made. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or YouTube so you don't miss next week's episode, which is going to be all about how to tackle planning 2023 in just an hour or two. If you want to connect between episodes, be sure to give me a follow over on Instagram at Sharon Legere Coaching. I would love to support you on your personal growth journey. Finally, if you haven't already, be sure to check out my map book setup guide if you are looking for a fully customized system that will transform you from overwhelmed and reactive to proactive and on top of things. Check out the link in the show notes to your free setup guide that will take you 60 minutes or less to set up. Thank you so much for being here, Mama. Get back to doing your thing rocking your world, and remember, keep growing. Little eyes are watching.